I'm health coach Heather, and you are listening to episode 131, How to Get Motivated Again. You are listening to the Healthy Families Rule podcast. I'm your host, Heather Mitchell, and I am on a mission to help middle-aged women ditch the yo-yo diet drama and get back to the basics so they can focus on creating a life of optimal health. If you're ready to work with a coach or you're ready to get more tips and advice on up-leveling your life in this way, then you're in the right place. Enjoy the show. Welcome back to the podcast, my friends. Hope everyone had an amazing week, and now we're in the weekend again. I am pre-recording this because I am at a family reunion in Priest Lake, Idaho. I'm actually not there yet. I'm going to be flying out tomorrow. Today is Monday the 11th, and this show airs on Saturday morning, so I got to get this out to you guys. I really wanted to talk about something that comes up for a lot of my clients or a lot of people who reach out to me and they say, you know what, I am just not motivated. How do I get myself motivated to exercise and work out and take care of my body and all of the things? So today I'm going to give you my top six tips for getting yourself motivated again so that you want to work out, so that you want to eat healthy and do the things you know you need to do in order to lose weight if you're trying to lose weight or to sleep better at night if that's what you're trying to do, to get your libido back if you're trying to do that, you want to strengthen your marriage in some way. Um, Whatever it is, working on your health has to be your focus and your priority. So if you want to start the refocus of the priority being your self-care and you in general so that you can feel your best, then you're going to love this podcast episode this week. All right, so let's just dive right in to getting ourselves motivated again, because sometimes we do start a protocol, a really good protocol with nutrition and exercise, but after about a month, maybe we're getting bored Maybe we have vacations or maybe there's a tweak in schedules or routines that throw us off and we can't seem to wrap our brain around getting back on. We want to get back on, but it's almost painful to think about like doing the same thing we did before to get back on, but we know that it worked. So we want to get back on. Listen, you don't have to do the same thing. There's a lot of different ways to lose weight and get healthy. But if something did work for you and truly did work, I suggest like wrapping your head around trying to really embrace why you're not wanting to go back to that. And then maybe focusing on tweaking some thoughts around getting yourself motivated to do that one protocol again. Because as you get clear on how that protocol works and really what's all included in helping you maintain and establish those healthy habits for life so you don't go back off, that's really good brain work for you to do. And as a life coach, that's what I like to tell anybody. Whenever they're in a situation where they're dreading it, I say, let's go all in on that thing and figure it out and master it and become like this Jedi of whatever this program is or whatever this relationship is that you're in. 
let's figure this out and get to a place of peace around it. And like, I love it so much, but I'm ready to move on if we want to move on. So we get to a place of neutral contentment. This is awesome. It works. And I'm complete with it. And I'm ready to move on if you want to move on. Don't not do something because you're dreading it. That's when we have to do the work in our brain in order to embrace it and see the change happen for us with whatever program you're on. Whether it's seeing a personal trainer and you're dreading that, let's just go all in anyway and tell our brain we're doing this anyway. And you're going to see that uh, as you continue to practice thoughts, you'll feel differently about the experience you're having with your personal trainer or your exercise program or the nutrition protocol that you're on. We just have to work on your brain around whatever's going on there, okay? So here we go, my top six tips to how to get motivated again if you're not motivated right now. Tip number one, you have to know what you want. So be very specific in detail Know exactly what you want. What size of clothes would you like to wear? What would you like the scale to read? How exactly do you want your energy to be throughout the day and the mid-afternoon hours and the evening hours? Cravings. Um, do you want all of this gone? We have to be very specific about what it looks like that we actually want so we can visualize it. I love doing vision boards. I love having pictures up on my wall of maybe a girl doing some pull-ups and be thinking to myself, I would love to do pull-ups. A couple of them even would be awesome. Get stronger, get better. Um, I would love to feel and look good in a bathing suit and just feel really confident there. So that might mean I want to weigh a certain amount to get me under to a good BMI that I want to be at or a body fat percentage that I know will help me to at least, um, I don't want to say feel my best because the, the, the thing is we could be any size we want and just work on our thoughts around that size that we are. But because I'm working towards a goal, it feels exciting to work towards that goal, to weigh a certain amount or to get to a, a BMI that I want to be at. Okay. So you have to be very specific. You take your I, I usually take my height and a weight that would feel really awesome to be at. And sometimes I dream big here and I say, okay, this would be like my ideal weight if I could weigh anything and look a certain way. It's about this, this weight right here. Okay. And I, I always have that number in my head, but also I'm, al I'm also working on just being consistent with the things I know how to do and not getting out of those habits in order to reach those goals. But I'm very specific with my exercise, with my nutrition, with what I want to weigh, what I want, what size of clothes I want to be in, everything. Okay. That's tip number one. I never go into like a plan or a protocol without being very specific. Because if I just say, I want to lose weight or I want to feel this way and I don't really have a plan, I know for sure that that's a recipe for disaster along the journey. Because I'm only going to be on it for so long and then I'm going to go off again and then I'm going to beat myself up and be in this cycle of, oh, I can't lose weight, what's going on? That is why we get very detailed here. 
we visualize the outcome we want, okay? Tip number two, you need accountability. So if you have a spouse, perfect, and they will do it with you, and you talk to them, and you say, you know, this is what I'm trying to do. Do you want to do this with me? And if they're like, no, I won't, then just say, well, this is the kind of support I would love to have as I'm going into this, and here's why I'm doing it. And you just have the talk with them and say, can you be my accountability partner to help me stay on track? to help me remember my dreams and goals about how I want to weigh and, and what I, how I want to feel, what I want to weigh, how I want to um, fit into my clothes. If you could just help me around nutrition in the home and, and this and that, that would be great. If your spouse will do that for you, amazing. If they'll go along the journey with you and lose the weight too, even more amazing. If you don't have a spouse that's willing to do that, find a friend. You have to have some kind of accountability partner where you're checking in on each other. It's going to help you tremendously throughout this journey of getting motivated again. In addition to having an accountability partner, if you can make the investment in a life coach um, or a health coach or, or someone who does both like myself, it doesn't have to be me, but I'm just saying it would be great to have the, the accountability from a different perspective too, who's really just looking at your life where it's at and helping you to meet your goals and stay accountable to what you want weekly. Okay. It's, it's a little bit different than having a friend or a spouse. It's somebody who's not in the thick of it with you, but can have an outsider perspective and look at it from a, a professional perspective and give you some really good advice and help there. So having an accountability partner means maybe a coach and, and a friend and or a friend or spouse, and then also possibly posting on social media to keep your tribe, the people who follow you accountable and excited for you. And this is where people get really scared. They don't want to like put themselves out there because they're afraid they're going to fail and gain the weight back and everyone's going to be watching. But this is where I say, you know what, let's just go all in anyways Let's not think about what other people are thinking about us, but let's just put it out there that we're doing this thing. And if anyone has tips or ideas for being successful for long term, to post it in the comments or to reach out to you. Um, I think that's really going to be helpful for you to see how many people are actually behind you in your decision to get healthy, lose weight, and feel your absolute best. And I find that people who put it out there on their social media platforms tend to have the longer lasting success throughout because they feel more accountable to doing this, to doing this work, not only for themselves, but because other people are watching. And that really does help boost them and push them into making better decisions around nutrition and exercise for the long haul. And it's so inspiring to other people. You become this kind of a mentor and leader for those who are watching you and they're like, how is she doing it? And you get to in turn help them and create this ripple effect of health in, in our society, which we desperately, desperately need right now. Okay, so that's tip number two is get, get some accountability. Tip number three is get your plan together. So this kind of goes back with number one and be, being detailed, but number three is get your plan together. What, what diet are you going to go on? What nutrition protocol? If you need some help with that, just reach out to me. You could do lots of different ones and it would be awesome to understand what might work best for your body. So we can get on a quick phone call and you can decide if working with me would be a good fit with nutrition and accountability. 
but just know what what would you like to do? What have you done in the past that's worked? What are you not willing to do? Get all of this together before you decide so that your brain is totally clear. There's no confusion around what nutrition protocol you're going to go on and when you're going to work out. So what days work best for you for workouts, for strength training, for HIIT exercises, for yoga? And what do you love to do that you can put into your routine and get some movement and mobility in daily? Okay, so always get your plan together beforehand. That's tip number three. Tip number four is you need to expect your life to be hectic and throw you off. So of course, you're going to have plans to go to the gym and then a friend's going to call you up and say, hey, you want to go shopping? And you're going to want to go do that instead. Or a kid might have um, an accident and break their leg and you have to run to the hospital or something could something will happen in your schedule or a car might break down or another friend calls you because her car broke down and now she needs your help. How do we still account for a hectic, chaotic schedule that was unplanned, putting kinks into our routine? What, what are you going to do to make sure that you still can stay on your protocol and plan? Because this is life, you guys. Life comes at us fast and hard in so many ways that we don't even expect. Like in the beginning of the week, we make our plan and it all sounds beautiful and we made that plan from a higher place in our brain. But then the unexpected twists and turns come, an argument with a spouse or kids and we're frustrated and we just want to emotionally eat um, the news, whatever's going on typically tends to put kinks and you just have to understand and know that these are going to come. How do I stay on my protocol anyways and stay strong when they do come? How will I fuel my body? And the way I like to look at it is, is what I'm putting in my body fuel or is it junk? And I really want to focus on nutrition that gives me the best outcome so that I can handle whatever life is throwing at me. So it's just, it might just be some tweaks in the mindset, but you have to expect your life to be hectic and throw you off when you make your plan. It's part of the universe saying, is she really going to do this? Is she really going to stay consistent this time? Let's find out. So maybe it gives you some challenges to see if you're really serious about this. All right. That was tip number four. Tip number five, do the work anyways. Hold yourself accountable to what you say you want. Don't let your brain talk you out of your ultimate goal. So before you even start your protocol, back to tip number one, you got really detailed. And maybe it was, I want to lose 50 pounds. Well, let's say you lose about 25 or 30. Now your brain's going to say, you know what? This is good enough. We're good. Friends are inviting you out to lunch and dinner and now we're on vacations and we we tend to eat all the things without even planning anything out. We didn't really work on our nutrition and our and our fitness while we were on vacation or or what we were gonna eat at the restaurant when our friends invited us out. It all kind of gets thrown to the wayside, right? And so this is where you have to be on to your brain. Your brain will tell you it's good enough and it will feel good enough, but it still isn't the goal you, you said you wanted when you first started. And so this is where you need to really be onto yourself and say, no, no matter what, I hold myself accountable to this 
weight, this goal, this dream, this health, this fitness desire right here, this protocol, whatever it is, I'm, I'm here and you need to be there. Let me tell you why you need to be there until you actually hit the goal. Because the most amazing version of you comes at the last 10 pounds or the last five pounds even, because they're the hardest to lose and you're not there yet. Brain is saying this is good enough and you need to figure out how to get all the way there because you want to see the person you're going to become when you actually hit your goal. It's more amazing than the person you are when you're at the halfway point. And when I say more amazing, I don't mean more worthy or better in, in any, any way that way. But, but because you had to go through the grit of getting to the very end of your goal and hitting the goal, you up-level yourself mentally as an individual. Your personal development and growth goes so high that you're able to take on more challenges in your life without feeling like it, it can't be done and putting yourself down because you show yourself you can do it. And this is where you need to hold yourself accountable no matter what and do the work anyways. And do the work anyways also means I don't have to feel like it. I don't have to be motivated yet, but I do the work anyways. I do it anyways. And then the feeling of motivation starts to return as I'm consistent and hold myself accountable. A lot of times we just don't feel like getting up early in the morning and going to the gym. I get it. But if we do the work anyways and we're consistent at it and we do what we say we're going to do and we don't hit the snooze button, but we actually go do the work, guess what happens? Even when we don't see the number on the scale just yet. Because we feel good in our body, the endorphins are coming in, it's enough to carry us through till the weight starts really coming off as we're working on our nutrition. So this is consistency over time, and you're going to get the feeling you want as you just put in the work. You just got to do it anyways sometimes and hold yourself accountable when the schedule is kinked and you don't want to do it and you're tired and the baby's kept you up all night. How do we still hold ourselves accountable to what we say we really, really want without letting our brain talk us out of it? Okay. Again, this is where having a coach can really, really help you because you're going to have weeks and days like that and you're going to need some help through those moments. All right. So that was number five. Number six, last one here. Write this down. Here we go. Remind yourself that you're not going back to your old ways. In your head, you're probably thinking, once I lose this weight, I can have all the treats, the alcohol, the caffeine, whatever again. I can have more freedom for all of that again. While this is true, typically cravings beget cravings. So when you decide to get healthy and go off plan, once you hit your goal, your, the cravings start to come back and then the old neural pathways that we built up before doing our plan, they're not quite as strong new neural pathways to the healthier habits. Um, they, they come back, they remember. They remember the dopamine hit they got from cake and ice cream and treats and soda and pizza and all this junk, right? And all these habits that aren't great for us. So it's easier once you kind of start eating that way again to let yourself eat that way 
more consistently throughout the week. And pretty soon we're creeping up on that weight again. And that's how people really just get back from doing a nice protocol or a diet. And then they gain the weight back because they've gone back to the old habits. And we've talked about that. So I say, let's remind ourselves that we're not going back to our old ways. We're not our old self anymore. It took a lot of personal development and growth to even get us to this point. And the reason we're not going back is because it feels so good to be where we're at right now. We have confidence. We have energy. Sleep is better. Our mood is better. We are more patient with the people that, we're, that are living in our home. We love life. We're able to make decisions quicker and better. Our brain is sharp. It's focused. We, we have clarity. Inflammation is down, which means stiffness and aches are down. We're just feeling good when we wake up in the morning and throughout the day. This was the payoff that we got from doing the work. We don't want to go back to eating junk again because we know how it makes us feel. And when you've gone long enough without it, you become more intuitive when you do eat it. You go, oh, yeah, that brought on some inflammation or some phlegm in my throat or some acne or, or skin issues or whatever, because foods will do that to us. And sometimes we just have to find the right dose. Now, you might be thinking, but Heather, that's why I don't want to go on a diet because I still want to eat that way. I want my treats. I want all my stuff. And here's what I want to offer to you. When you put in the work to lose the weight and go through this personal growth journey that you're going to go on, you will not want that stuff anymore. How would you like to walk into a room with all of the things you ate before and not even desire it? The desire isn't even there anymore for it. You don't need it. Maybe you plan to eat one or two things while you're there because you thought about it in advance. So you did, no big deal. But that's how we really want to live our life is when there's a celebration, when there's a holiday, when there's a get together, that's when we will use our higher brain in advance to plan out what treats or how much of what we're going to eat. And we're not living in the moment and just letting our lower brain, our primal brain, that monkey brain, take the reins here. Because it will always mess us up. And it was designed to do this to keep us safe, to keep us cozy, to keep some body fat on us in case of times of scarcity. We aren't living in times of scarcity, especially not yet. It might feel like it when you see food shortages. But again, don't let your brain go, well, because of the food shortages, I've got to eat more. I've got to pack on more just in case. No, that's not good. We want to do the work to help our bodies be the healthiest they can be and, and add a good BMI. So that, that helps us be mentally tough. And isn't it better to be mentally tough, spiritually tough, all the good things in the brain that need to be strengthened when times get hard. So much better than feeling like you have to eat a bunch of food to pack on the pounds just in case for survival. But that's what your brain will offer. And I just want you to be aware of that too. Okay, so let's recap the six tips real fast. Tip number one, know exactly what you want. Don't go into a plan without knowing exactly what you want. Tip number two, you need accountability. 
get some kind of accountability partner, get a coach. Let's do this. Post it on social media. Tip number three, get your plan together. What diet, what exercise protocol, how many days, what are we eating? What's going on here? Tip number four, expect your life to be hectic and throw you off. Tip number five, do the work anyways. Hold yourself accountable to what you say you want and don't let your brain talk you out of your ultimate goal and what you desire most. Do the work anyways when you're not motivated. Hold yourself accountable to what you want and just go do it. Tip number six, remind yourself that you're not going back to your old ways ever again. This is the new you. This feels amazing. This is exactly what you want. And you can do this, I promise. And this is how you set the example for your children and the generations to follow. We want them to be the healthiest they can be. So we have to show them what true health actually looks like. Okay. Hope this was helpful for you today. Go implement these six tips to get yourself started again. Get yourself going. Report back to me if you need anything at all. You know where to find me. Have a beautiful rest of your weekend. I'll talk to you next week. Bye-bye. Hey, if you enjoyed this podcast episode, would you mind sharing it with a friend? Just go on over to iTunes, Stitcher, wherever you listen to podcasts. Hit copy and paste on this podcast episode. Share it with a friend. Let a friend know how good it is. And if you wouldn't mind, go rate and review the show in iTunes podcasts. Your rates and reviews help more people to find the show who need help. And as always, go on over to healthcoachheather.com to learn more about my coaching and all that I can offer you. 